whether we're talking about business, wellness, travel, or relationships. I've always thought age is just a number. Welcome to Ageless with me, Cynthia Raleigh, and my daughter, Kit Keenan. Welcome back to Ageless, everyone. Today, we have the founders of Twin Flames with us. And just to start off, guys, I would love to hear a little bit about your founding story and how you guys met. Yeah. Yes. So Kate and I both went to Arizona State University, and we were both Alpha Fees. And funny enough, she joined Alpha Fee the year after I did. So I took her as my little in our sorority. And we kind of grew throughout that and realized that we wanted to start a company together based on our friendship. And everyone said that we were soulmates. So we kind of went with that name, uh, Twin Flames, and took it and ran with it. Yeah, we definitely like wanted to do something a little bit edgier than what soulmates sounded like. And so we really loved the name of Twin Flames. And we were always buying streetwear apparel, like sweats hoodies, all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of what we built off of. I just love the vibe of the the name is so, I mean, to say it's so hot is probably redundant. <laughs> it's sexy. I don't know. It's romantic. It's sexy. It's like yeah. fun. It's like crazy. I don't know. It just is so evocative just as a name. Totally. Yeah. Wait, for people who don't know, can you explain what a twin flame is? Yeah, I was going to say also another thing that we like really liked about the twin flames name was that it sounds a little bit, I think, more unisex than soulmates. I don't know. To me, it just sounds like it could be played easier into that. And since our brand is unisex, we really loved that. But a lot of people do get soulmates and twin flames confused. A soulmate is essentially the person that a lot of people say you end up marrying. So you always end up marrying your soulmate and they're a person that's just like like-minded with you. And a twin flame is actually the same soul. So you're the same exact person, but you're split into two bodies, which is why you're a twin. A soulmate is just another separate soul that you connect with, but your twin flame is literally the same exact soul in another body. So that's the difference. <laughs> I know the astrological meaning of twin flames comes from two people whose zodiac signs mesh together. What are your guys' zodiac signs? And do you think that they mesh well together in a business? <laughs> well, not I could you would go into yours. this for hours. I have like dove deep into my birth chart. And I'm a Pisces, but all of my planets were in Aquarius when I was born. So I feel like I relate more to Aquarius. And most people are like, shut up, Nat. That's not a real thing. But I like to think it is. So technically, I'm a Pisces, but I like to say I'm an Aquarius. I buy her Aquarius stuff all the time. Like I'm like, we don't claim <laughs> you as a Pisces. But we I don't. personally, I, I don't know much about my zodiac I'm not as into it as like Nat is where other people are I'm a Virgo so I'm very organized and strategic I've always kind of been that way so I think that definitely plays off of how well we work together I'm like overly analytical and organized so I think that that really works with how Nat works as well 
Yeah, I feel like I'm more of the laid back kind. And it's like, if something happens, it happens, like, just roll with the punches. And then Kian is my other half who's like, this is how we have to do everything, blah, 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 which is good. So we have uh, both sides. Yeah, Keaton, from watching your videos, I I feel like I'm the same where like, I have to write everything down, I have to have everything in my calendar and stuff like that. But just like learning from you, I feel like in a business setting, you also need to be able to adapt and like change course as things come up. So I feel like you need you need both react quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) I'm like so set in my ways. Like so I agree. I'm with Kit the Taurus. I'm married to a Virgo. I'm the one in the family that kind of lets it all go, I guess. Yeah. What sign are you? Oh, Leo. Leo. I love Leo's. And Gigi's an Aquarius, so I don't know what that all means. My moon sign and my rising sign, whatever the two are below, like your main one, they're both in Leo. So I feel like I connect to it a little bit and I can like bring out my Leo when I need to. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely a Taurus, a Taurus at heart. I feel like I totally see that. I see that for you completely. (laughs) Yeah. Like I love being the center of attention, but I'm also such a homebody. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting mix. (laughs) I want to know from you guys, like when you think of your ideal customer and what you want them to take away from Twin Flames, what do you guys think about that? I actually like learned this when we were building our brand and we were kind of trying to like market to different people. And I was asking other people for help, um, just kind of like how they gauge that. And one of the really good tips I got was that a company that I used to work for, they did this like deep dive into their customers. And they talked about like, what kind of music do they listen to? Where do they shop when they're not shopping with you? What kind of like restaurants do they go to? And like stuff that Nat and I would have never thought about like I don't think about that you know I'm just thinking about like oh what kind of clothes do they like to wear but when you really take a deep dive into like what kind of music are they interested in what kind of like things like that are they into and Nat and I started really thinking because we have such a young audience of like women mainly and so I think what was really like important for us to focus on was like people who do care about like their style and kind of like more of a street style look, but also are like relaxed enough to where it's not something that's like overly in your face. And I think we really play to like both ends of that, trying to look very fashionable and put together in like a sweat set or graphic tee or something, but also laid back. Cause I think both of our personalities have a good mix of that. I would say. I took a marketing class in college as well and taking it, it was like, it was stressful in the sense that I was like, wow, you really have to have your like perfect customer, like down to a T because there's obviously flexibility in that. And as the brand grows, like you see who is more drawn to it and then you can like take those analytics and apply them. But I do think having like, a super clear picture of your customer is so great because then when you're building out social media marketing tactics and stuff, you can post things that allow people to buy into the brand without buying into the product. Like you can, if you know their favorite musician, then you can post reels with that music in the background or whatever it is that like, 
hit on your brand in a way that's so specific, especially on Instagram, which I think is like so important now that you do have that clear picture. And it's hard to to figure all of those things out. But like, if you have that in mind, it can just make buying into the brand so much more, I don't know, authentic. like meaningful. Yeah. And authentic. Yeah. We, I completely how agree. How did you gather all the info on everyone? Like, how did you ask the questions? So it wasn't necessarily that we asked. It was more so Nat and I just sat down and we thought about like two separate things. Like one of them being like, okay, what is the ideal customer we would like to have? So then we thought about that because I think an issue for us, like I said, we have a lot of female, younger girls who follow us, which I love the fact that like we can talk to a lot of different women and we have that platform being like a woman owned business. But I think we struggled with trying to appeal to some older women as well as like guys. So we really sat down and kind of sought through and then we would go to like different customers pages like instagram pages and like see like what do they all have in common i would say like style wise what kind of things they would repost which this is gonna sound so crazy we're stalking <laughs> them <laughs> but it's kind of how we gathered that because i think if we were to like post on our story and be like who's your favorite artist i don't know if i i feel like people would be like what are you talking about but really just like going into our customers and kind of like looking at their Instagram pages or social media profiles, it's almost like how Facebook and Instagram target you. They'll send you a recommended ad based on what you've been searching. We manually were doing that based on what they were posting, what kind of style, music, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. I think like if you look in your tagged photos as a brand, it says so much about your customers. And that's like a great way to find out what their aesthetic is. Are you saying that you you created the profile based on when you started the information data that you had, you created the profile and then did those customers funnel in? Like, were you surprised about anything, any of your audience being different than what you had originally thought? We weren't necessarily surprised, but I think that it worked differently for us because we both had platforms that we already had a following. So I think it's difficult if you don't already have a social media platform, then you start to like make up, okay, who's our customer? And then it's like, okay, how do we reach them or how do we appeal to them? We already had a base of like what our customers were because we used our platform so often. We talked to these people in DMs. We know they're following us based on what we like, our music, our style, our jewelry, our product, whatever. So it was a little bit easier for us. I would say that most companies probably wouldn't go about it the way that we did manually just because it's like, that's so hard if you're starting from nothing, you know? Right. Yeah. I definitely think that like when I started my brand, it was really interesting because my audience on Instagram, I think is probably pretty similar to your guys's like young girls, my age, interested in fashion and beauty. And then what I was doing with my brand was like more artist collaboration. So then I would find like the people that were buying my stuff were more like younger to like middle-aged 
guys that care about the art world <laughs> and stuff like that. So it was it was funny to me, like seeing the things that I would get tagged in because it is a totally different audience to what I was really posting about. But I think that your guys's is more like integrated into what you're already posting. Yeah, it's already defined. Yeah. Really. See, but I love that for you. Like, I like think that's so cool. Like, anytime Nat and I see a guy like in our listing, like buy something, we're like, oh my gosh, yay! Like, we love that because I feel like it's it's hard to like switch over or try and integrate the two. It's difficult if you don't like. It's, you already have that like kind of audience and stuff. But that's yeah. really interesting how that was with you how they cared more about like the artwork as opposed to where maybe women just didn't understand as much or whatever it was yeah I just think that my audience doesn't care like my audience on Instagram doesn't care as much about art as like these random like hype beast kids and like yeah Japan and like all these places but then that's the thing like that's art. the cool thing like can you help them care about it yeah you know yeah definitely. can you introduce something I new think unisex the- is really tough though and and men gen like male fashion space I feel like is just so much more like unchartered I think it's exciting it what's is, happening in men is. I think men are really ready to like bust out like when I see dudes that are like so like golf you know or whatever like they're so yeah bright and cheery and printy and everything I love that and I I feel like I'm seeing more and more and more of that and especially in more like casual stuff like what you guys do yeah I agree it's definitely been like much bigger in the past few years that I've seen and I think like tiktokers are totally showing that Nat follows like so many different like guide tiktokers and like little e-boys yeah it's so cool though (laughs) their fashion is like so interesting to see we have guys that buy a lot of our women's stuff like they just don't care yeah I love seeing like I know I love it tag you and I know I love it (laughs) that's awesome how do you think you guys will evolve the product you know as you go forward yeah I want to ask what your favorite product that you've made so far is and like what is a dream product for you guys to make I think my personal favorite product is probably just like our zip up set in black like it's just so simple and clean and you can wear it anywhere like I literally wear it to bed I wear it to go to the grocery store which I probably shouldn't be doing all the time but I do because it's just so comfortable and it is unisex. And I feel like guys are starting to see those as well. Like I was just on a trip and all the guys we were with were like, I love your stuff. Like, when are you going to bring out boy stuff? And I'm like, you know that this is unisex. Like you've been wearing this like the last three days, like just buy it. But I think that's probably my personal favorite. I would say my favorite so far that's come out, I think has been, I would say the crew necks that we just launched, the ones I'm wearing now, we just did like super simple ones. And I love just something that's like nonchalant, like a casual, like embroidery crew neck. We have like new stuff that's coming out in like a month or two that when that comes out will be my favorite by far. I think Nat would agree. Like I'm so excited for that, but as far as like where I think we see products going, I really love 
be very casual wear as of now. And I think that is the same, but I think it also like is a reflection of what's trendy and also a reflection of our own personal style. I don't think we would necessarily just create something based on if it was like currently like really cool at the time, it would be something that we would wear as well. I definitely would love to eventually make like crops or baby tees. I love baby tees, like something really easy like that, even some different versions of shorts and things like that. So I know we've talked a lot about it, but we're in the process. Yeah, I just think my mom has done collaborations also just with so many diapers, like (laughs) band-aids. I mean... The wetsuits used to be a collab and now you make them yourself. Also, I remember when we talked last, Keaton, you said that you guys were making candles and that's like, I don't know. I just think there's like other ways to take it. That's also ways to build out Twin Flames that is not just the clothing, but also like different products. And I think that's really cool to be able to buy into the brand in ways that like you can also live with and wear and like all of that. I just think it's really cool to think about ways that you I, guys are taking the brand. I think you should do bedding. Ooh. Whoa. Well, I love yeah. that. Yeah. That's bedding. really That's fun. Yeah. Like pillowcases. You could just make pillowcases that even. That would be so cool. Yeah. It's two in a set. Like they're twins. They're twin flames. Yeah. Wait, yeah. that's so cute. And they're twin love. bedding. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> twin bedding. I'm writing it down. I love that. You have to be real soulmate, twin flame soulmate. <laughs> yeah, in a twin, twin bed. bed. We'll send you both a set when we when we start those. We'll send you guys some matching ones. But that's what I love about the idea of collaborations. And Nat and I recently have talked a little bit about different collabs we would want to do. There's definitely some brands that I've been like eyeing that I'm like, it would be so cool if we did this. And like you said about the wetsuits, first of all, love them. Every time Kit goes in a wetsuit, I'm like, they're so cool. And I think it's awesome. Like how you did a collab and then you're like, okay, these are really cool and like worked really well. Let's make them. And that's, I think a really easy way to test out if a product is going to work for your audience is doing it in collaboration with yeah. like someone else. Cause then it's like you make your own like bedding, for example. And then we're like, oh, okay, no one bought that. It <laughs> is oh, it's more pressure on you by yourself. If you do it with another brand and that's kind of like what they do, it makes sense with your audience. So I love that. Yeah. I think it, I mean, for me, it's been an opportunity. Like would I ever make my own band-aids no second <laughs> yeah. way you know but like or I don't know how to skate or roller skates I don't know how to make that stuff but I want to do you know I have the yeah. idea and so to be able to work with someone who has an expertise in something like that's the main thing so when we do our twin flames wetsuits I don't that's how we're yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also think it's one of those things that seems a little like intimidating but it's also like why not like when you bring up like certain things to make, it's like, oh, well, it doesn't really like, I don't know, that might seem weird. But then it's like, why not? Like, why wouldn't I put it on a exactly. diaper or a bandaid or like whatever <laughs> it is? Like, who cares? Yeah. yeah. Also, I just think that like, for example, the roller skates that you did, like, 
they sold out like crazy. Like you literally couldn't buy them and you probably wouldn't think to like make your own previously. I'd be too scared. And so, yeah. And, and they're yeah. so hard to make. Like, I feel like we've talked about how hard like finding manufacturers is and all of that. And so to do it as a collaboration is so cool because you get like someone who's an expert at making that item and you get to see mm-hmm. do people want to see this from us. So it's a thing have to, to think, think about. of a bedding of com- bedding company. That we I'm sure. I, mean, I have a few in mind that I know that we should yes. probably reach out to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's not talk about it anymore. <laughs> I'll start my emails after this. I'll start no, messaging exactly. away. Dear Pottery Barn. Yeah. <laughs> For people, most of our listeners are around our age. And I want to ask you guys, like, if somebody wanted to start their own clothing line and they're just out of college, what would you suggest their first step be? I think coming up with a cool concept, like I feel like Keaton and I were able to build off our concept and like of being twin flames of being best friends and like wanting to show the world that aspect and like have them relate it to them with their best friends or their twin flames or their lover. And so I think just having like a really cool idea and being able to expand off that, like once you have that like inspiration, you're going to want to do whatever you can to like make it work like all the legal stuff that you have to like figure out uh like on the fly and just like all these random things that you have to figure out that you would have never thought goes into a business like you're gonna want to do it because of the concept and the cool idea that like you're so passionate and proud of yeah I also think making sure like going off the concept is like making sure that what you're trying to offer to people is special to you like before you start like moving ahead with stuff like why is it different what is it that you're doing different than other brands because I think like even in the beginning when Nat and I were first starting it was like okay we know that we want to create like sweats and streetwear we know we're not the first person ever to do this but like why is ours specifically going to be like unique to our customers and stuff and that's something you really have to think about because you don't really fully consider like, oh, I'm just going to launch this or whatever. You don't consider like how many other people are going to be offering the same thing as you. And so doing that on top of like all of the legal work was probably like the longest process, like making sure we understood what our brand was and then figuring out love LLC and trademarking and the name and the website and like buying the domain, like all of that takes so much work so as long as you're like passionate about it and you have a like legit reason why not just like oh like whatever like I'll just do it from here I think that's super important to start off with and obviously finding manufacturers google all that kind of stuff what would you say definitely agree with that that to start out with a strong concept an authentic personal passion and then Yeah. Then all the BS stuff that you have to do (laughs) isn't, you know, you just figure it's like a step along the way, but you have that like goal in mind. Like when you started, where would you say like, you like struggled? Now I'm interviewing you, but where would you say you like struggled (laughs) through the most? Just because I'm like, I want to know if where we struggled was the same as like other people, you know? 
I mean, sometimes it's like surprising. Sometimes it's the most obvious thing or it's the littlest thing that can feel like it can trip you up. And I think you just have to like step out of it and go like, okay, wait, maybe there's a different way to do this. Or maybe there's like, maybe I don't need to do this at all. Maybe we take a different route. You know, I think, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to be like very specific. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. It's like, you just got to do it, you know, like just try. And, you know, I think sometimes it's like the, you know, you can't fight the universe. If, if something isn't working, then like do something else, you know, instead of just like get, getting too frustrated and giving up, like, And I don't mean entirely something else. I mean, maybe you have your heart set on launching in a certain way and maybe that there's another way to think about it or I don't know. It's just I I think it's like not saying like kind of stay loose with things. But then the way Keaton is like have a strategy and that sort of assumes like a longer term vision for things like it's really micro macro and you have to kind of like not get caught up on the little things and try to think of the big things, but also don't think about the big <laughs> I things. don't know what this advice is right now. This is well, a lot. You tell she's been in business for like basically a lifetime and like so. everything, like <laughs> there's a lot there. There's I know. Much history. Uh, that's why I said it's like kind of hard to talk about because it's hard like, to unless, pinpoint. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. Have you ever seen that clip? There's like a clip on TikTok. I don't know if you watch Real Housewives, but Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and they're like impersonating Kathy Hilton and they're saying she talks in shorthand. So all of her sentences will be like, you know, I was talking to so-and-so the other day and like, you know what I mean? Like it was like crazy. And like, you know, and she just like, she shortened everything. (laughs) Like everything is shortened. (laughs) Also like, you know what it is? I've been working with the same team for a long time not only do we not even have to speak in full sentences but we psychically communicate all the time I'm like oh I was thinking and it's done you know like there's language that we have like a visual language and a you know a working language that yeah it's it's hard to uh explain but I actually do have a lot really really a lot of ideas and I guess my own advice about starting and only because like I definitely did it the hard way and have been working so hard for so long. And yet I'm so excited every day and have so much fun at work that I love it, love it, love it so much. So it's a lot. No, I love that. That is like awesome because I feel like that's how Nat and I want to be like as we grow with our brand and stuff. And we've definitely learned what you've been saying, you know, like about how you just kind of have to take things as they go and how you like envision a launch or like dropping this and that like certain ways. And then they just don't happen. And you just kind of have to like, keep going. Like, I don't even know if Nat and I have had one launch that we've been like, that is exactly how it was supposed to go. (laughs) Everything like that. Never. Like nothing, not a single one. So, but that's just how it is. And you have such a different idea, but I would definitely tell people beforehand because Nat and I had no clue. Like you have to be prepared to just change as things come because nothing is going to go exactly how you want it. Like everything is going to be completely different. So 
Yeah, I think that's like probably the hardest part for me because I'm such a perfectionist. I would say that it's similar to being an artist, like a painter, just because like at the end, when do you know that something's done? You know, you're always like, oh, that well, could be a little done. tweaked. That could be like a little bit different. Nothing's and done. so that is just there's like, no end ever. <laughs> there's no end. Yeah. yeah. You want there to be an end, but there's no end. It's a, not, you can never feel the satisfaction of like, oh, I'm. Yeah. Complete. No, I can't. I, 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 I think know. you need to be a little bit scared every day or it doesn't like drive you. That's my. <laughs> I think Keaton, I definitely know that one. <laughs> oh, trust us. We wake yes. up and we're like, what's happening today? Pray for us. But isn't that amazing? <laughs> would you want it any other? Would you want to just be like, oh, business as usual, you know? It does make it exciting. It definitely does. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask just as a fun question, what is your all-time favorite brand? Probably fashion focused, but could be anything. And then what is your favorite brand right now? Oh, let's do not fashion focused and then fashion focused. So I think my favorite brand at the moment would probably be June Shine. Have you guys heard of it? It's a hard kombucha company and it's so delicious. I remember they started in California a few years ago. And they like sent me a few cases to try and I was hooked. It tastes so good. They have great branding and they just brought on huge investors like Diplo and Cody Co. Just like really cool, different people that you wouldn't think of that would be in it. And I just feel like I see them everywhere now and they just opened like a storefront in Venice, like a tasting room where you can go try it out. And I just think that they know what they're doing and they are really cool and I love looking at all their social media posts and who is having June shine and I make all my friends drink it all the time I'm like you guys need a June shine you're gonna love it and they all love it so (laughs) so that's my not fashion one I just think like the beverage the food and beverage industry is so much I mean I'm so interested in fashion and I love it and obviously I was like raised in this world, but the food and beverage industry is just like so cool to me. And I know there are obviously like so many more restrictions and everything on making product in that world. But like, I just think there's so much to do in that, in that industry that like, I don't know, I love it. And what you can do with marketing in the food and beverage industry is like insane. Like the way, like it can be the most simple thing, but the way they like, sell it to you, you're just like, ah, oh, yes, I mean, like, it. Like, she did a brand deal with Velveeta and they like <gasps> made her act like she had skincare. Yeah. This is the best what? thing ever. It was it's so, so good. funny. You I, DM'd you. I DM'd you being like, yeah. what is this? We you were like, it was for April Fools, actually. I did like a brand deal with Velveeta and they basically sent what would be skincare. And so they sent me like legit bottles. It's like legit like moisturizer bottles, serum, like face wash or whatever. And they sent me a pack of Velveeta cheese and I put <laughs> it in the thing. And I basically showed it on my story. Like I'm using this new uh, Velveeta skincare. It's dropping this day. Like I'm so excited. And I like pretended to sell it to my audience I love that and then on april fools we're like oh well just kidding it's not but it was just a marketing strategy to kind of just get people 
talking about Velveeta and they had like a bunch of different influencers being like, I love Velveeta skincare. It was like the funniest thing ever. I was like, how am I not? When, it was so That's good. When my manager cute. sent it to me, I was like, there's no way I'm not doing this. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, good. Wow. Yeah. What my non-fashion brand would be. This is the only thing I can think of. I would either pick like makeup or skincare, but something I just bought the other day that I'm like really into this brand now, it's called Cadence. It's Shop Cadence. It was an Instagram ad. It got me and I swiped up. The Instagram ads get me every day, but they're like these reusable little, like they look like it's like a hexagon shape and it looks like a little pill bottle, but they're reusable or they're recycled plastic and they're used to like travel with different like skincare, but they all magnet together. It's so hard to explain unless you go on their Instagram. Magnetized? Yes. They like stick together and you can put whatever you want in them, like serum, moisturizer, things like that. I don't know. And I just bought them, but you can like custom like label them and all this stuff. I think I would definitely pick a skincare brand or like a, a makeup brand or something like that if it weren't fashion related for sure your answer is so like me like my (laughs) organization and stuff it's just like like when I was little my favorite store was the container store oh my god my story the other day and I was like I should not be allowed in the container store because last time I went in I literally spent like $800 and I walked out and I was like I think I just blacked out like I (laughs) thought so many <laughs> containers we are definitely like one in the same for sure I love organization <laughs> it's too much maybe the container store is my favorite brand I take it back I'm gonna pick the yeah, container there you go. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I love it well just to end off tell everyone where they can find you guys and shop twin flames you guys can find Twin Flames at twinflames.com or Twin Flames, just Twin Flames at Instagram. And then my username is the most annoying thing. And it's at K-K-E-E-A-A-T-T-O-O. And then it's my name with every letter twice. So beautiful. Um, and yeah, we have a launch coming this month. Well, I'm not sure when this is going out, but we have it on July 9th. We're dropping our first ever graphic tees and our first ever trucker hats and they're gonna be so cute so they're so cute i'm so excited for you guys to see them and get them possibly yes Yes. thank you guys so much and thank you guys for doing thank you keaton for doing this again yes (laughs) no problem i love it hope you guys love this episode and thanks so much to jenny media for our audio production All right. So I'm so happy that you guys got to listen to our stories today. As always, you can follow us on social media and keep up with our work and our crazy adventures. Then you can follow us on Instagram at Cynthia Rowley and at Kit Keenan. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 